0: back to my podcast the human experience my name is Madeline Bernhardt and in this episode I want to give you a genuine life update about everything that has happened until this day as well as many different thoughts that was going on inside my head and I hope you will enjoy it so let's go for a genuine like life update I have to say I haven't been updating you guys lately because I've been very busy Especially with the episodes, I have to be in a state of mind where I feel comfortable talking, I feel comfortable expressing myself and also to be clear with my mind that I want to say all of these things out to a public crowd as well, which can have consequences of course, that's why I want to make sure that I feel good talking about the things that I want to say, so today... It's just a day like that where I feel comfortable, where I feel secure, where I feel like I have no obligation nor guilt nor nothing, and just ready to express myself in every way freely and voluntarily, so yeah, it's been a long time. a lot has happened, I've experienced many things, and to begin with, I would start by my family visiting that was in july around august and a lot has happened ever since i haven't seen my family in ages that's due to corona and my family lives abroad as many people know i'm half german and i'm half filipino which means that i have a family also in the philippines but also in other countries because as filipinos we are more likely to travel abroad to work or to get education and that's due to the um, situation in the Philippines and my family has the same thing they traveled abroad to work my mom traveled to Germany to be with my dad to start a family everything like out of the purpose of love and nothing or no other obligations right. And on August, my family came over to visit us uh, to have a small family reunion. It was actually a really crazy feeling to know that I haven't seen them for four years because of Corona, because of the pandemic, because of many lockdowns, many rules. And even longer for my mom at certain points with some of her family members. And it was a very sentimental moment in my life because having a family that you can actually be present with physically is such a huge how you say it it's not a goal but it's an actually huge accomplishment to have because I remember my friends here in Germany telling me about their families and like, oh, yeah, my aunt lives just like in the next city or like two hours away from us and stuff like that. And I never had this experience because I always had to check with time to call them and everything like that and to have them here actually for like a whole week to just like do the things that I want to do and talk with them about everything, catching up, being in this very familiar environment felt very healing because... I miss my family a lot i missed having my cousins around to have fun with i missed having to talk with my aunts and uncles and many different things but however while they were here i also experienced other changes since i'm growing up and since i'm an adult now my family treats me as an adult which is absolutely weird for me like i have the possibility to drive i have the possibility to go to university and I don't have a relationship, just to make that clear. And my family didn't know about that, that I achieved all of these things. And we haven't been updating them for <laughs> a lot of time. So we had to tell them like all the different things that happened with my school, that happened with my friends, that happened with my relationships, that happened with my personal life, uh, my professions and stuff like that. And it was quite overwhelming at some point because I got to see my cousins all getting married either this year or next year while I was there having absolutely no one I'm interested in having absolutely no one where I would like talk to on a daily basis and stuff like that so I had to struggle with that as well when my family was there which was also a weird feeling to have because when I'm with my family I don't want to have a feeling of competition although i never felt that but it was still something where i was like oh damn do i miss out on something but at the same time i have to consider okay yes they're missing also out on other things that i have that they don't so i have to make it clear with that and at one point that was absolutely intense where i knew that i was acting different from my priorities because you know. Other people have their relationship as priority, their marriage as priority at some point. If you're in uni or school, your education. And while they were here, I had to make a decision on what I prioritized because I was also in a state where in my university, the exams were coming up and I had to study because I don't want to fail my exams. I want to have good grades. Like if I have a chance, I want to have Try to get the best out of it in the best way I can possibly can go so there was a moment it was my cousin's 11th birthday and I also had an exam the next day it was a Monday I was off of uni I was at home taking online classes and I was pretty overwhelmed with the situation because all of my family family friends and everybody was celebrating well I had to say hey look I don't feel comfortable going out because I don't want a bad grade for my exam because I know that I need to pass it in order to move on right and I was absolutely struggling mentally with this decision because i haven't seen my family in a long time i want to spend time with them like i know that i won't get the chance again to see my 11 year old cousin you know have his birthday and stuff like that but at the same time if i fail and you know i can still retake but i don't know i have a lot of academic anxiety that i haven't been talking about and i just want to pass the exam like in the shortest way possible just you know taking a test making it and then I can finish off and it will be much better for my mental health and I remember that I was like calling my parents and I was like crying about what is the situation and everything and my mom didn't understand me because there is another point that I have to add is if you have a family who's international you have to deal with things like language barrier even in your own family which is something that I didn't understand when I was a child and I still don't understand now, but it's heartbreaking for me because at a certain point in my life, I can't talk with my family members about certain things in my life that are happening because Tagalog is not my first language, which is like the Filipino language. And also some of my family members have a dialect that I can't truly understand. And it's hard for me to express myself in this language that I'm just studying and sometimes when i'm having anxiety when i have anxiety attacks when i have stuff like that like in that moment i try to call my mom and try to express myself in german and then she will say i won't understand what you mean what is happening with you and then i get even sadder because i know like this language barrier is making it even worse and difficult for us to communicate although communication is such an important thing And then everybody just heard me vocally. And there's a difference if you hear something vocally and can't understand it. And if you hear something vocally and understand what the person is saying. And the people were judging me upon that because I was loud on the phone with my mom. But the problem was that I was having an absolute fear that was not understood by my mom. But by my dad. Because he understood me immediately. And... It was such a weird feeling because my dad was working and I was like at home working, right? And we were the ones who were not there with the family. And I also felt that I was judged upon that when we went to the barbecue afterwards. Because I was just like, why is everybody staring at us? Why is everybody like not talking? I also didn't want to talk to them. And also Filipinos have the worst social skills that I have in my life okay when it comes to strangers and you meet them like very friendly but when it comes to their own family huge difference huge difference they expose your problems in any way possible In the, and it's a weird fear that I have because I. I heard about that since I was young like you know they talk about you badly behind your back they talk about whatever you're fearing they don't care about if you have social anxiety like for example my cousin and that was also heartbreaking for me to know because I'm just like pushing all of that right now in this whole episode is that my cousin was here and that was my favorite cousin you know you always have somebody like that like somebody who supports you in every way possible you can talk with them about family and stuff like that so our family stayed at our house. We were many people and haven't experienced that in a long time. Like in high, like where I live to study, I live on my own. I have a huge room for myself. And then I just come out of that whole routine thing where I'm just studying and like watching Netflix to huge family coming up to my house. And then at one point after dinner, I was like, hey, look, I just want to be in my room. I want to have like free time. And then this cousin exposed me out of the family and was making fun of me because I was having, you know, like I was not being social. Although I tell her like all the time on the phone, like, hey, look, I don't, I'm not the most social person. I'm like, I'm extroverted. I like to talk, but not all the time. Even I have a social battery that runs out at a certain time. And I heard that and I was, furious I didn't know what to do with myself because even then my mom was hardly for me to understand my cousin was hard for me to understand and I didn't know what to do with myself at that moment which opened a lot of thoughts in my head like is it weird that I feel this way around my family am I being different why was why is everybody treating me so differently and stuff like that and it really left me with an expression okay I have to stand my ground because if I won't stand my ground, nobody will. And that is when I actually decided to directly talk to my family members about what is making me anxious and explain it to them in my own words. And then something happened that I didn't know will happen because I actually stand my ground and I told my uncles and my cousins, hey, look, I can't come to the birthday party because he was having like three or four birthday parties right and I was missing out on one of them and I said look I have to study for my exam I want to be a good university student I love what I'm doing I love what I'm learning and I don't want to ruin my chance to have the life career or whatever education that I want right now and when I told them that they were how they were respecting it. But at the same time, it was weird for them to see somebody talking in that position because my dad, even on my left side and my mom on my right side, were actually supporting me in that way. My dad added to that because I was speaking in front of everybody that he said that we're not pressuring her into anything. It's her own choice, what she's doing with her life. And she's decided now to pursue that education. So we shouldn't try to... um, try to push her away from her path right and we should like encourage her to keep going to keep learning to keep doing all of these things and on the other side my mom told my family also in Tagalog that it's okay that I will not be there for most of the time when it comes to this party because I'm still my own person and everybody knows how important it is to have your own routine to be your own person to be who you want to be in order to be functional in a society in every relationship you have you can't work out a relationship if you're not your own person without your with your own like interests and just in general life and i told him that and i got feedback back like yes you're very ambitious that's a good way i want to teach that my children as well but then i say yes but at the same time, you're discouraging me to study because you're all saying I'm missing out. You're all saying I'm doing this. I'm doing that wrong and stuff like that, which is absolutely confusing because on the one side, you want some like as, their, as a father or a mother perspective, you want your child to be educated. You want your child to have good grades. But at the same time, if this child is not behaving under the social circumstances, then it's a failure or disappointment and that was also something that I never experienced besides my family because my parents never pressured that on me and then I was with my family and having absolute crises yes a crisis described it really good about what I was going to do but I still came back to where I originally come from be like yes I want to wear these clothes I want to do this and that and I will do it Even if you tell me you don't like it, I won't care. And that is something that I really appreciated as well for my family coming here, that I finally stand at my ground against my family, which is not very easy when you come from a South Asian, Southeast Asian household, whatever, because the social structure of a family or like the family structure, family hierarchy is just different and you can't be particular, be the individual person you have to, you or know you have to, you want to be. Because it's just different. But I will explain that probably in another episode what I find interesting besides uh, Eastern and Western families. But back to my life update. This was the first thing that I had experienced. And now I'm fifty minutes in already and I have so many points that I want to add. I will try not to rush through the other ones and also take my time with them. But, you know, since... Because at the time, I want to make them shorter than this one now. But it was a huge thing for me. The next thing that was huge for me is I turned 19. And at the same time, while I was turning 19, I lost my grandma. And that was another huge event in my life because I haven't been to a funeral in my life I've only been to funerals when I was a younger child, but I wouldn't say that I was actually like attending the funeral because I didn't know who was dying, I didn't know this person very well and I also didn't have like a huge connection with that. But now, I went to my first funeral and it was for my grandma, a person I stand really close to because... It was the only grandma I have. And the only grandma that I met in person. Because my other grandma from my mom's side. In the Philippines. Died a month after I was born. And I never got to see her. Or touch her. Or whatever. You know. And that's why I had such a good connection. With my other grandma. Because I know. I have to cherish what I have with her. So I didn't have any regret when she was dying. But when I was at her funeral and I saw all of this I couldn't realize what was happening and I only realized it when I came to her home and the house was empty and it felt like there was nobody inside the same thing is when I go to my university or when I go um, back here to my parents or when I travel I would always call her and my parents would remind me, call her, call her, call her. It's such an important thing to call her, send her postcards, send her everything. And now this is missing out as well. And the hugest shock I believe I had was probably like two weeks after she was gone already when I realized what I will not have anymore, which was such a huge shock for me because this was still in the same time where I had my exams going on. I was meeting up with friends, I was meeting up with other people, and I haven't told people about that my grandma was dying. I remember I was at my friend's house and stuff like that. Like people, even with people I feel uncomfortable with because um, this was like a I don't know meet up, and there were people I don't feel comfortable with, and there were still my friends and stuff like that, and my grandma was dying I had never told them that and I was just sitting there and they were talking about their grandparents about their old times and I had to hold back tears because I didn't want to tell them I told some of my friends that I now would consider some of my closest because you know we do much more together we have a better connection and we understand each other more and I was talking with them about it and at some point I would even tell them like look I feel sad right now I can't just come in and they would like try to cheer me up and everything but it's still huge for me to know that she is gone to realize she is gone and to know that she will not be attending any other things but I believe it will hit me much more when I grow older because then I start to forget more details forget more information and more things about her which is actually scaring me at some point but I don't want to think about it right now but that was like a huge event that happened as well because I actually experienced a huge loss that was important you know we have losses in our lives that are unnecessary that are not that like you know they don't have a huge impact on us and then you will experience one loss in your life And I would say this is like a huge loss. Like for example, I had relationships and I broke, like people broke up with me and I wouldn't consider that a loss to losing my grandma. I'm not sure if it's rude if I say that, but my grandma meant much more to me than any of these relations because she was always there. She was so nice. She was just everything I wanted to have in a grandma. And... I had a really nice and genuine relationship with her. And I could be the person that I wanted to be. And now she's gone. And I still try to talk with her. Which is weird. Like, you know, like I'm talking with my head to her. Or I'm just guessing that she's somewhere out there. And I don't know, tries to keep an eye on me and stuff like that. And even like on her grave. I'm still trying to like see her and visit her as much as I can. And even now, you can hear it in my voice, like it still hits me because this is a huge loss. Like every time I would talk about this loss, I would probably start to cry, I would probably start to be emotional, and whatever there is, because this is a person I, for I don't know, 500% truly love, and that I will never want to forget. And with that loss, I have to learn that life is endless and we all have a day where we will die. And while I was at a funeral, I had thoughts like this, like, yes, a full circle closed now. She she was born, she lived, she died. But the thing is, for me, not Everything of her died with her because everything she built up through her life, either it's with family, either it's with wealth, either it's with experiences and knowledge she gave to us and we still have that. Like for example, when I think about my grandma and I think about my dad and like all her siblings, they represent her because her... DNA is also in their DNA, it's also my DNA, and will be in the DNA of my children's and stuff like that. So she will be with us. The wealth she generated will be shared through generations. The knowledge she gave us will be present until this day. And all the memories we share, all the history we have, we will talk about it and it will be listened to. And that reminds me that this person is also not that because you still talk about them like they're still alive. You still feel their impact. You still feel their love and all of that. And I believe that my grandma still lives on until my dad dies, all their siblings die, I die and all my other generations. But until then... Or even with that, she would still live with all the things that she gave away. With all the information she gathered. With all the love that she gave. So, about that. (laughs) So this, as you may see, my life has a lot of ups and downs. And I'm happy that it is that way. Because without the losses, I wouldn't cherish my wins. Without the bad moments I wouldn't know who I will who I want to be or who I am and to go even further what else I can tell you about my life I'm still a student, I still study, I move on with my life, how life goes. And there are many obstacles that I have to endure. But when I give you an update about my day right now, I can tell you that I'm feeling good. I wake up in the morning and I'm thankful for the weather, which is really weird. I don't know why. But when I see the sun, I'm happy. When I see rain, I'm happy. When I see clouds, I'm happy. When I see just like, okay, yes, it's another day. I'm happy. And then... I just try to do what I'm able to do in this day. Even if it's just a small thing, I know that little progress is more than just not doing nothing at all. So I try to work on some goals of mine, just little by little to make sure that I still keep going on because for me now, I believe my perspective changed a bit on life. Because my, like when I was younger, my goal of mine was to have a relationship. A goal of mine was to have my own room. A goal of mine was to move out to actually go to university. And now I have all of these. And when you once reach your goal, it's like, okay, shit, what am I supposed to do now? Like, what is changing with me? And now I have a different goal. I want to get a car. I want to travel the world and see other places. I want to learn more languages. And I want to build up a really nice wardrobe, actually. <laughs> I never knew how important it is to have an actual, like, wardrobe style. Until I had to change places a couple of times. And my, more, and my wardrobe was so mixed that I was just wearing funky outfits out of nowhere. But, like... <laughs> we're all but like back to the point now about my life I would say that I started to put other priorities in my life that are more essential in our situation when our situation changes our priorities changes our way we live changes and so much more and even when people say that we shouldn't um change our priorities or we shouldn't change our goal I still believe that is not true because yes you should have a goal yes you should have a priority but your priority can change to to your situation for example for me when I was younger my goal was to have my own room and my priority was to have fun so now i have achieved that goal and have another i have a different priority So my goal for now is to get a car and my priority is to be healthy. I don't care if I have fun or not, if I'm not being healthy in a sense of weight, then I don't want to do it. Like healthy is saying that like, okay, yes, I'm feeling mentally safe in a situation. I'm around people that I genuinely enjoy being with and stuff like that just like everything that makes me feel healthy that makes me feel good and makes me feel secure and all of that I have to say the end of this episode is a bit confusing because even now with my situation in life I'm still confused in a sense of way and I'm out here trying to preach about like all the wise things that I have thought about and whatever But that's actually not true. I'm just trying to share my thoughts to let people know that even if you're somebody like me who tries to preach to the people, you can still be confused. You can still don't know shit. You can still be a fucking dumbass from time to time or even all the time. And sometimes it is what it is, you know. And that's just how I live my life. These were my ups and downs and... This is what I have experienced throughout my life to keep you updated on. That even with our hub, ups and downs, we can still try our best every day. And it doesn't mean that we're all alone at this time because we have all the supporters that we have around us or inside us or with us anywhere in our memory, in our jeans and our whatever it is really and with that i would probably say that i will end this episode i hope that you liked listening to my life update actually and maybe you can learn something from it if you learn something from it let me know (laughs) maybe i can also learn from you as well and i hope i will see you in my next episode and until then i hope you have a good day enjoy your life, and take care of yourself. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, The Human Experience, and I will see you in my next episode. Bye!